last we left off, there was a mission that led to a bla young black dragon who unfortunately took the life of Anoki. And despite Jewel offering to leave her patron, denounce Sam Hine, and go to Shar, which is not the best ideas of all ideas, but sh that was Shar's price. Anoki decided he wanted to pass on to the Vale. And this left an interesting conundrum because you still do not have your friend that you've known for so long. And Jewel, Samhain, knows that you were willing to denounce him. You were given until midnight to make a decision on what you wanted, offered a boon in exchange for you to leave, because either way, it's probably not going to be good for you. Blue is crying over Anoki's body as Tag continues to rifle through Anoki's pockets in an attempt to find anything potentially in his on his person that would give any explanation or money partially explanation but they they want to know really what like about the dad but there's nothing on Anoki that explains his father he didn't have a journal that said the reason I hate my father is for the first like 10 minutes blue of crying blue is like shaking him being like it's not funny you can wake up now come on despite his stomach literally being ripped open put that stuff back in <laughs> we fixed it it's okay i bandaged shit up does anyone know the mending spell petra walks over to fiona and is able to wake up fiona and then runs over and wakes up her parent which is the serpent who has since fallen asleep because they are weak i think they were awake earlier once i've serupiously pocketed all of Anoki's money and rings and generally anything except the boots that are currently hanging around my neck that he was wearing. I will go over to the parent. I will do a um, cure wounds. Mm -hmm. And this entire time, Jewel is pacing back and forth for healing. So after about an hour, though you all took a short rest, if you would like, because you're not really moving around or anything, Fionn exchanges a loose look with Petra and says, it is time. Their voice is weak, but soothing, almost like a whisper. The ceremony will begin. Just please understand that this is necessary and thank you for saving me so that I can ensure that this forest remains safe. As you watch, you see Ophion begin to age visibly. Their powers are flowing from the serpent to Petra's young form. Their skin begins to shed and out of the serpent emerges a small fragile snake. But Petra does not seem saddened by this, neither does the snake. They are glad not only to be alive, but to witness their daughter rise up and take her place as the guardian of the forest. Petra's form doesn't visibly change, but anybody with magic can feel the power emanating off of them in the inspiring energy. She smiles to you all and says, while my parent has had to separate themselves from their power, they are but a snake now, and she picks up the little snake and wraps it around her neck but i will protect the forest and the land will heal forest is lucky to have you thank you for allowing us to witness this of course um i believe you've already found the treasures previously yes thank you I saw that the door was open i was able to wake up fiona she will live and has stated that she will guard this temple from here on out clean it up protect it as best as she can and also get rid of the dragon's remains. Speaking of, would you be particularly offended were we to attempt to get some scales, teeth, claws, general things like that? I think my adventuring days are done and those sell quite well so it would help set me up better for life. And my friends, of course. By all means. Thank you. And I'll leave Blue and Jewel sobbing where they are and go make preparations for us actually having some kind of money for the future. Make a survival check. Thirteen. Um, you managed to get about four good sized hunks of black young dragon leather and about seventeen scales. 
Nice. Thank you. Can I also take the brain? Because as a player knows that to tan the hide, I need the dragon's brain. Make an intelligence check. I only know that because I had to research it for a book. I'm, I haven't actually done it. Intelligence was seven. Okay. You don't know that. You do think that the brain might be worth something, though. So you can try. This is going to be a higher DC. You may want help of some sort or have somebody else do it who might be better at it than you. On what check, though? survival again. If somebody helps you, you have advantage. I'm gonna come help you because I'm all done sitting here with a dead guy on my lap. Blue, Blue, come over here and help me get this giant piece of a brain thing out. Okay. Please, buddy. I wanna go home. I know, man. I know. We will soon. I'm trying to make sure we have enough money for a future so we can eat until we're like five years older or something. <laughs> At least five years. Hearing Blue say, I want to go home, that kind of snaps Jewel out of her... Alright, you have advantage on your survival roll. 18. Okay. That is enough to get the brain in one piece, for the most part. You don't know what it's worth or what it's used for, you just thought it might be worth something. Also, or it could be good food, you don't know. Alright, so, you, you leave the temple and you're back in the forest, which you already see the, um mists begin to dissipate and tag roll me a history nature or survival whichever is best history is a plus two nature is a plus two and survival is fuck you um ten okay you're pretty close to home Aww. i just want to say we brought anoki's body with us i think when you say home do you mean my home or where the three of us originally started your home. Okay. Where your family resides. Blue. Mm. I don't think we would make it back to our town with Anoki from where we are before, well, disgusting things starts to happen. We're not far from, from my family. We could take him there. There's, I don't know what rights he might want to have performed, but my family aren't poor. They aren't rich, but you know, they do well for their positions and things, and we could make sure that he's taken care of. If he wanted to return to the Earth, my family are drow. I'm, I'm half drow. Like, like we're all half drow. Well, the cat isn't. Majority of the people here are half drow. Well, not all of us. Yeah, but what I'm saying is mine actually live in drow town under the ground, and if he wants to go under the ground... I'm not sure that that's exactly what that means, but yeah, cool, let's go to Drow Town. <laughs> I've always wanted to be there. I've always wanted to visit Drow Town. Go Drown Town? Downtown of Underdark. <laughs> Downtown. I'd love to learn more about Tag. Absolutely. Oh, delightful. Jules' eyes are gleaming and twinkling at the idea of learning more about Tag. Char just giggles behind you, Tag. <laughs> But when you look behind you, she's not there. You are going to just love my mother. She is uh, uniquely, interestingly, and particularly skilled. Yes. <laughs> yes. At? Her favorite phrase is, I have many skills. I have many skills too. Am I your mother? Do you have a giant orc as a husband? I actually don't have a giant, but turns out you don't need one, so it's fine. Oh, that's, that's why you're so short, is it? Mm -hmm. Excellent. I, I had giants in my ancestry, so um, that's why I tower over you and I'm built like a brick shit house and have a washboard for abs. The washboard for abs is not from push-ups, it's from being, being part giant. Have you ever seen me do a push-up? Dear Lord. Well, I kind of imagine that you don't have a washboard for abs because it's under the layer of fat that is caused from all the bacon that you eat. Yeah. 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 If you punch hard enough, you can find it. Yeah, yeah, you just have to punch really fucking hard. So are you going to take Anoki to the Underdark, or are you going to bury him above ground? He was an Earth Nazi, so maybe he just wants to be, like, in the up, up above ground. Underground. What? We should dig him a hole. Yep. Uh, holes are good. Is there maybe, like, a forest clearing that would afford a little bit of protection and in the middle, maybe some open ground that we can make a nice little place for him. There was. When we came up the road, just before we met Petra, 
there was a nice clearing with a whole bunch of kobolds that she just petrified. So we go back to that clearing. We, you dig the hole while Blue and I go get a whole bunch of stone kobolds and we'll make like a nice little protective circle around him. You want you want his final resting place to be surrounded by dangerous creatures? I mean, they're petrified. They're petrified. They will scare off predators. Maybe we can turn them facing away so they're, like, they're protecting. Well, yeah, they're not going to be standing looking inwards. They're going to be standing scaring things off from outwards. Good. What the fuck are you chatting about? I don't know. It sounded scary. It sounded like a sad, scary thing for Anoki's body to have to be surrounded by kobolds for the rest of eternity. It sounds like an interesting story for future adventures to try to understand and not understand at all. It sounds like the ultimate prank, really, and I mean, I'm pretty sure Noki wouldn't mind going out with a laugh. He's gone already. And he mostly never laughed in his life. He was an Earth Genasi, he didn't know how to laugh. I heard him laugh one time. Really? Yeah. Insight check. Are roll persuasion or deception, I don't know. 14. 25. You believe Blue. Yeah, he laughed one time. We were talking about you. <laughs> Probably that time you found that bit of bacon in your tusk a week later. No, I, I keep telling you, that was intentional. I like to store it so I can eat it at a later point. Sometimes he laughed in his sleep, that's all. It was. I mean, I think it was laughing, because it sounded slightly different from the snoring. It could have been sobbing. He did mention repeatedly that he, he had issues with his father. Really, it all just sounded like growling, so it's mm. hard to hard to tell. He could have been fucking for we know. I don't think I don't think so. I don't think we should be talking about Onoki like this right now and Jules looking around. What if he can hear us like Nope, Shah said he moved on. Yeah, if he could hear us he'd be he'd be back by now. Fucking bastard. Rah! A kobold falls over. That it like submerge these in the just like bury them a little bit so they don't fall over scoop out around where the ankles are stick them in a bit and then fill them back up yeah hmm. sorry so we're burying loki yes and you finish putting the coal bots up you have your chance to say one last thing before you leave i'm gonna make it my life's mission Anoki, to find your father and i'm sorry that you died and also i'm gonna miss you because who am i gonna talk to in the night anymore. Who am I going to keep awake with my loop playing? Who's going to who's gonna kick me off the bed? Tell me to shut up. J just to clarify, my friend, you two shared a bed. Like, when we had the one rooms, yeah. Oh. Like, just the one one bedrooms. Okay. You and you and Jules shared a bed. Yeah, but, you know... You, you think we got a room with two beds? There was only one bed. Just clarifying, I, I wasn't aware of your personal relationship with Anoki, and I formally never wanted to pry because you were my employees. I didn't think that was something that um, employees were allowed to know about people. That they sleep at night? Together. Wink, wink. Nudge, nudge. I don't understand. Poke, poke. <laughs> Egg, I don't think this is the time tag. Ah, yes. Sorry, Joel. It's always the time for tag. <laughs> he was the best guy. Cuz. He always told everybody how great I was, especially near the end. He was always telling everybody how great I am. Who's going to do that for me now? Tag, it's your job now to tell everybody how great I am. You're, you're pretty freaking decent, Blue. You're you're a good guy. Thanks. It's okay. And I'll walk up to... to have we actually put Anoki in the hole yet? Yes. The dirt is already covering him. I'll say, Anoki, there were many times that I couldn't actually afford to pay your wages because I generally pissed it up the wall. Or I gambled it away. Or I got caught stealing it in the first place but you remained as my bodyguard my my faithful barman and companion and friend through the years we've done many a job together and i am sad to see you go even if i've robbed you blind i know that you would appreciate me doing that and not just letting some twonk walk along and steal your boots and cool shit afterwards we'll make sure that the money doesn't go to a good home that it stays with us and that we continue to rob and thieve and pilfer and generally have at it in a, in a quiet and demure way because we don't want to go adventuring anymore. Fuck this shit. But still, the point remains. Thanks for, you know, stopping me from dying many times and occasionally taking a stab or two for me on my behalf. And 
pulling me out of danger more times than I could care to count. And seriously, that incident with um, the the lady at the brothel, thank, thank you for that. That is... <clears throat> uh, anyway, uh, yes, thank you, my friend. Um, enjoy the veil, whatever the fuck's beyond it. Have fun, buddy. And I'll step back. Jewel's going to step up to Noki, tears coming down the, the fur of her face. And she's going to stand quiet for a little bit, as if trying to figure out how to even start. And you hear her voice and it's quivering. Anoki, I am so sorry that I couldn't do more. The three of you were the first of my friends, my real friends. And losing you, probably the second hardest thing I've had to deal with in my life so far. I'm really sorry. I hope that you find your peace. You had to say no for a reason, right? But I wouldn't change my decision in the end if it might have given you that chance to come back. Be at peace, my friend. She's going to step back, just continue crying to herself. Teg, you hear behind you. I want to hear about this uh, this story at the brothel. I think I missed that one. That's a that's a tale that I must know later. Not now, not now. It's a sad moment. Have your moment. I'll just think back. We can reenact it if you'd like. Is that a threat? <laughs> it's an offer. Hmm. I was wishing it was a threat. Oh. And then she left. She stopped. <laughs> it can be an offer of a threat. I'm okay with that. Jesus. <laughs> What's the plan now? Are we going to open up a new cavern? I could be your bodyguard this time. I'm pretty good at killing stuff now. We could we could do this. We could. There is some there is honestly some weird shit that's been going on both with you and with me and we don't have to talk about that if you don't want. However, I get the feeling that you're a little bit eager at the moment for some some killing. And if that is true, then a visit to my parents can help, purely because my mother is a master assassin and is always welcome, welcoming apprentices. I'm glad you finished that because I was ready to kill your parents for you. Thank you. You wouldn't stand a chance. I appreciate the offer, but you would be eviscerated within 300 meters. And that's just with their traps. My father would probably just kill you in a bear hug because he's particularly strong and a very tall orc. But... He's a traveling merchant, so he's got a paunch for days. Just like you. I do not have a paunch for days. I have a paunch for an afternoon, thank you. <laughs> if if you do the tavern, we can offer healing on the side for pay to help raise more money for the tavern and for our keep. Is this like a massage parlor? That sounds a little fun. Maybe we could do something like that. Okay, well... I, I am open to suggestions and fun things like this, so okay then. I I mean, I would like occasional death and mayhem, so maybe if someone doesn't pay their tab, you could just tell one of us to and we eviscerate them. Well, I don't need to know those details. I can just let you know who maybe goes unpaid and how you deal with it will be of your own choosing. I mean, we can maim instead, that's fine. Taking a few toes should should please certain deities. You don't need to explain. If you leave all of the things that need to be killed to me, that's fine. You know? I do have to kill a few too, I'm afraid. Because sometimes people come that come to taverns, we could have a really seedy tavern. And then all of our patrons would be really terrible people. Yes, but if we kill them all, we won't have any more patrons. We do need people to return. We do need some. Well, there, I was just going to say there was this legend that I heard once many years ago as a as a young drawk, drought orc, um, as a young drawk, and I was traveling with my parents. We we passed through a city where there was this unique merchant type person who went by the name I think of um, ah oh, what was it now Sweeney Bod maybe, and um, I heard this one. I I did yeah, hear about this too. Really? I was thinking that actually a little bit earlier that we could have a sort of Sweeney Bod situation. Who's the Sweeney Bod? Uh, Sweeney Bod was a um, purveyor of sorts, and they they basically took the lesser appreciated and more uh, disreputable people of the city and essentially made wares from them. He would make a bone flute, perhaps, or... Um, a lovely meat pie or a wig for those that were going bald. I am sorry I asked. Uh, it's just a legend. 
this purely a legend, absolutely. But Sweeney Bods was definitely, you know, I think that potentially if you were to apprentice to, to my parents, then you would have so much work in a city and you could pretend to be a bard during the evenings in my tavern with Jewel. You mean pretend? Well, if you're a master assassin, do you really want to be a bloody bard too? I always want to be a bard because I am a bard because I'm really good at it. <laughs> Keep telling yourself that, buddy. Let's go. With a very green-looking jewel now, by the way, at the thought of this Sweeney bod coming to life. You ever seen a green-black tabaxi? That's what you're seeing right now. We did see a green-black tabaxi a few days ago when I did something else that made you turn green. Have we dispelled the uh, illusion that we are not the bad guys yet? Like, have we just thrown the whole acolytes of a, of a, <laughs> of a god out the window? We'll see. Pretty sure. Well, in fairness, Joel isn't worshipping Samhain anymore. It has been acknowledged that I now worship Shah. So, you know, unfortunately, the... Pretty sure everybody has seen the shadowy thing. I haven't. But nobody has asked. I haven't seen shit. Joel has. I will jump in and say the Sweeney bod. Love it. I'm really going to miss Anoki. Can we find, like, somebody else to hang out with? Because I don't like sleeping alone. I mean, we can all share a bed together. I think that'd be pretty fun. No, you guys are so, like, rowdy at night. I can hear you through the walls. I don't want... I want to sleep. Do you hear everything through the walls? God, yes, they're paper thin. Jewel. Occasionally, I can do cone of silence. This is another reason I don't want to sleep in the room with you. I just need another Anoki so that I'm not lonely in the dark. That's fine. Whatever tavern we go to, we can just pay for someone to sleep with you until we find one. Okay, we'll find you somebody. Glad we've gone from an adventuring party to a dating simulator. This is great. I'm not going to be dating whoever you pay for either. Just want someone to keep me company. If we happen to be on the road, Jewel can spoon you from the front, I'll spoon you from behind, and you'll just be this happy little spoon sandwich. It's a little sandwich. I love sandwiches. Jewel and I will be the bread and you can be the filling. This is the best. Never mind. Let's just stay like that. Sounds like we have a plan. Mm. Although I will say I'm a little disappointed to hear that, that you and Onoki Blue didn't... I thought you might have grown a little closer than that. I don't know what you mean. We were best buds. Well, I thought I saw a little sparkle even after that pilfer ran out. I was so hopeful for you two. Are you talking about the sex? Maybe. I don't do the sex. Oh, the things you learn. Okay, well, you know, you just seemed a little closer than just friends. We were. We were best buds. What do you mean, just friends? It's okay. Don't mind me. I just... You know, after the pilfer, is that what it was called? That potion you shoved down his throat and it ran out of time and he still gushed about you. And it was so sweet. Because we're best buds? Yes. And Jewel's just going to pat you on the shoulder. Seriously, he doesn't get the sex thing. It's okay. We, we acknowledge this sometimes. He doesn't even get the sex jokes in all honesty and that's that's okay. I get, I, I, I understand some things. It doesn't always have to be about sex. Never never has to be about sex. I don't know why you guys make such a big deal out of it. By now, probably evening, like honestly. It's so, so true. Blue, it turns out that I, I can drop a thousand easily. I also have a thousand. Jewel's gonna contribute a thousand as well. So we have three thousand. You might be able to get to poor, maybe modest, but we'll have to play with it. Okay. I have one and a half thousand gold in total. Figure it out for the epilogue. Do we want to go and find somewhere where we can buy some land, build a, build or buy a tavern, kill the owners, and then come back a week later and buy the tavern. I'm just going to pretend you guys have been walking towards the Underdark this entire time. Did we bring Anoki Jr. with us, or did we let him free into the world? You, you brought Anoki. You, you went and got him. Cool. Fiona brought him to you. Yes, Fiona, thank you for coming back for us. I know that was a really hard thing that you had to do. And it was a very, very tough decision because of how scared you were. But thank you for coming back and for bringing your light. And thank you for taking care of this beautiful temple going forward. And I hope the light never dims out on you. It's magic, so no, it won't dim. That's good. But thank you. You're welcome. Bye. Before leaving, Jules gonna just bear hug Fiona with a little tear and then... Come visit us in the Underdark when you're old enough to drink. <laughs> Is Fiona not old enough to drink? Jesus. You don't know. Okay. That's cool. She acts like she's young. She has a job. It's fine. Yeah. I'm not carding people. Not a very good bouncer. Fiona could be your bouncer. Ooh. No, that's my job. You're the bard. Fiona, Fiona, darling, how would you like a job where you, you don't have to do a lot except look intimidating at people that I ask you to? The people make me cry. Yes. 
I will kill them if they make you cry. Okay. Sweet! We're gonna go visit my family and then we're gonna go buy a tavern and you can be the bouncer of the tavern. All you have to do is go grrr when I ask you to. Is that okay? She goes grrr. Perfect! A little bit of pee goes down my leg. <laughs> to every other ogre that's like, oh, that's so cute. Look how cute you are. And then you're like, oh shit, that's scary. <laughs> yep. All right, moving forward. You head towards the Underdark. You take a long rest overnight. You take watches. There's no problems. Y'all good. Eventually, the next day, around 11, you reach a familiar entrance tag that you know will get you down to the Underdark. And after, like, maybe an hour's journey, you will be near where your um, parents live. Also, can you please send me how the fuck to pronounce your parents' names? Harley and Ophelio. Okay. All right. So you are in the Underdark. So all of you have dark vision, so you can see pretty well as you're walking through. Fiona does not, though. So Fiona has her drift globe floating in front of her, and it casts, like, shadows all over the place. But you all stay in front of Fiona, uh, just so that you don't ruin your dark vision from the light. So that she doesn't get scared, in addition to her drift globe, I'm also going to cast four dancing lights around her as a cantrip and just keep re redoing it every time. There are some of the citizens that are by you that kind of glare at the lights and aren't very happy with them, but for the most part you don't get any commentary because they understand that sometimes people from above ground come down here and can't see. Uh, they don't have the same abilities as they do. Anyone who looks like they're, they're, you know, sneering or growling in our general direction, I'll just like proper beef myself up a bit and sneer and growl back. I'm just going to wave. <laughs> I'll just punch blue light, semi-lightly on the shoulder, like, stop it! Ow! You see, um, you see a Duragar just go, it's like a little kid, just like waves really fast and then runs Jewel and gets hides. excited and starts waving back too. She's been taken in all the wonders of the Underdark. No, you don't wave at people down here. They will stab you. Stop it! Then what should we do? Glare! Jewel tries to give like, she starts squinting her eyes like this, like this. Uh -huh. For those who are w listening, because you can't watch, that was more of a constipated squint <laughs> yeah. than a glare. Yeah. It was more of a confused, I lost my glasses half an hour ago and I don't remember where they are and yes. I can't see them. Jewel's best glare that she could muster. Well, um, perhaps if you, if you think that Anoki's murderer is right in front of you right now. And then you see- I'm gonna take out my sword. Yep. Jewel gets so serious fury in her eyes like in sharp inhale there we go now puff up the fur on your shoulders and oh show them fangs hackles are raised tail is like perfect now we can walk safely a couple of people have backed away from the from the scary cat and drow orc Brooke. i'm tra i'm trailing behind still waving and smiling Fiona's waving and smiling. So you finally make it to your um, to your house, your mom's and dad's house. The door, front door is closed. You do see lights, uh, like hand, candle lights inside. Okay. I'm going to stand outside for a minute and just press a dissertation, press a dissertation, press a dissertation. Pre I'm just going to keep doing it like 10 times, like five on one armpit, five on the other armpit, five downstairs, and then a couple of basics all over me to get rid of any lingering, horrifying stains or stenches. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm good. Jewel, do I remember that a little while back you had some nice smelly stuff? Of course, always. We must be prepared at all times to be presentable. Wonderful. Would, would you mind if I had a little squirt, please? It's It's been a number of years since I've been here and this is mildly terrifying. My mother is <gasps> wonderful and absolutely abjectly terrifying and we should abase ourselves immediately. Oh, of course, of course. And Jewel starts going through her pouch and pulls out a few different jars. Take your pick. Do you have anything slightly musky at all? Um, let me see. And she starts digging through her bag. Uh, th this is probably the closest that I have to musky and it's it's like very lightly, if if musky at all, because she's more particular. She leans more toward the sweeter sense. It's sandalwood. Oh, perfect. Thank you. So I, I'll take some and start rubbing under both armpits. Uh, it's too much. Tag, it's too much. And then hand back anything. I'm waving my shield at Tag to try to waft some of it off. 
Ah, uh, no, you're getting it on me. Yeah, sorry, uh, maybe a bit too much, and I'll just, like, start wafting my pits about and spreading it more. Thank you for the, the loan. As you are rubbing the stuff on your under areas, the door opens. You quickly hand over the uh, spray to Jewel, and at the door, you see this absolutely stunning drow woman. Tag, it is your mother. Please describe. He is extremely tall, at about six foot two. She has um, very medium to light gray skin. So a light storm gray skin, if you will, with slightly darker cheeks. She's very, very, very well toned. Her clothing is not sheer, but it is skin tight in many places. And you can see the muscle definition on every single piece of her. She is a literal athlete looking goddess of a drow woman with long, nearly white hair, comes down to mid-back, and violet eyes that seem kind, but can turn steely in an instant. Jewel is staring in utter, like, admiration and just taken by how beautiful she is, and tail is waving behind her, and she's just like, wow. As the door opens, you see those steely eyes and her hand behind her back, but as she sees Tech, she's like, Oh, Tega, darling, it's been so long. Mother. I see that you are just as appropriate as always. And she like slides her dagger into the sheath. I give a very courtly and very low down bow. Come, come here. And she gives you a hug. And I give her a giant squeezy hug too. Like, mom, I missed you. So much has happened. Please hug me hard. You see that she actually is able to pick Teg up in a literal bear hug. Mom, I missed you. It all went wrong. She's like, oh, um, sorry. These must be your friends. Hello. Most of them, yes. This is this is Blue. Hi. Oh, you're very friendly. Yes, quite enthusiastic. Please forgive him for that. No, he's handsome. It's fine. Mm. I'm handsome. He's single, but doesn't understand sex. So, you know, you're not going to get anywhere with that. Sorry, Mom. I just met her, why do you- This one's Jewel though, she loves sex and she's very good at it. Oh, and Jewel's blushing. She takes a deep bow and puts her hand out to ask for her hand, to give her a, a little kiss on the hand as a- It is such an honor and a pleasure to meet you. I lean to my side as if to whisper to Anoki that this relationship between parent and child is really weird, uh, but Anoki's not there, so I just get a little sad. She does not offer her hand, but she's like, darling, you should be more careful. Sometimes when you offer the hand, the hand comes back poisoned. Um, thank, thank you for the warning. And thank you for not poisoning me. Well, you're here with my child, so you get one freebie. I'll keep that in mind. Today is the freebie. Your father's out and about with Aurelian right now. Um, he'll be home momentarily. He went to the shops to get some things for dinner. Um, actually, hold on. And she like looks around. You! And she points to like a little drow child that's standing nearby. Go find my husband. Tell him that we need food for three more. Go. No, no. Go, go, go. Make it five. Make it five more. We're all hungry. He um, runs off and quickly goes to the market. Perfect. Now the message has been sent. Come in, come in, please. She opens the door. I'll go in and scuff my shoes on, on the mat, not really getting hardly any of the mud off that I'm utterly, my boots are utterly caked in because that was the one thing that I forgot to press it. Like, I, I've been focusing the press of dissertation on the skank, really skanky parts of me. So I do still have some bacon in my tusk tooth, or one of them anyway, and my boots are covered. Like, it doesn't cover all of me, it's just patches of nice and not. So I scuff my boots to try and get it off and then just track mud into the house. Take your boots off, Tick. Oh yes, quite, quite. Um, and I'll literally, like, put my heel of one on, on the other boot and scoof it off and then hoof the other one off ex and leave them exactly where they are and carry on walking. I'm going to take my shoes off, or my boots off, and uh, press to digitate the mud off the floor where Tag walked before. You are just like your father in so many ways. Thank you. Handsome and courteous. I love that in a, in a man. Mother, as, as much as I know you do like, um... I know, I heard you the first time. I'm just saying, Jewel might be up with it, but I don't want you to make Blue uncomfortable. Are you uncomfortable, dear? What? See, it's perfectly fine. And this is Jewel giggling at the whole exchange. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. I'll stop flirting with your friends. Well, you can flirt with Jewel. She's very good at and it. And Jewel starts waving. 
You know Dad wouldn't mind. He'll just go off and, and see Lucille. No, I killed Lucille. Oh, really? Sorry about that. Um, does he have someone else? No, I all killed them all. Oh, okay, very well. Every time there's a hot goss moment, I'm just, like, missing Anoki more because we would used to stand in the background and just, like, make comments. No, we decided to uh, become monogamous. Oh. We, flirt, we flirt, of course, but uh, we're both very jealous. We just kept killing people. The, the mayor came down and said it was a problem. It's... Well, yes. Anyway, you're not here for that. What are you here for? Well, you know that I wanted to make my way in the world, and I went off and made a tavern, and you probably don't know anything past that because I never wrote letters. So the tavern... But I do know what happens. Yes, um, continue. Yeah, that fell through. We we went on a rampage of of stealing thievery, general murdery stuff. Lots of fun. I'm very proud. Thank very you. Very proud of Thank you. Thank you. I now um, have sold my soul to the goddess Shah, so you know I need to occasionally murder some people. So if you have any contracts you would be willing to share, that would be appreciated. However, I'm mostly here because my good friend Blue is doing some fucking weird shit, honestly. And I think he's made a similar deal where death, mayhem, maiming, that sort of thing is involved. And I thought maybe you could help him out. Yeah, there was this is uncalled for. Well, Blue. This is slander. Blue, come on. I saw that, I don't know what that black shadowy thing was that went into your shirt or your chest or, or something. I you mean my cool necklace? Your cool necklace? that we haven't seen that must be beneath your shirt and that's where that black thing went to? Listen, sometimes your friends die and you have to sell your soul to bring them back. It's not a big deal. People do it all the time. You sold your soul for me. Can you really hold that against Blue? Didn't I just kind of almost try to do that for Onoki? No, no, I'm not holding it against him. I'm saying, what the bloody hell, man? Why didn't you tell us sooner? And mother, seriously. Okay, what are the conditions of this? What are, what are the conditions? And we can help. Uh, I have to kill people. Any set level of time? Is it once a year, once a month, once a day? Seems like it's a lot of work. So like every time we fight something and like we didn't fight something for a while and then he was getting mad at me because we hadn't killed anybody. Okay, how long's a while? A couple of hours? Like a week. Okay, mum, darling, dearest mother, um, who has raised me and taught me all my murderous, thieving ways. I love you dearly. This is a good friend of mine who has been with me since on my way to steal the tavern that I didn't actually buy. That is the best way to own taverns. Yes. Yeah, I thought so, thank you. I sent someone ahead, had, had the tavern owner murdered, dumped in the cellar for a couple of months, and then, then came up a little while later and was like, oh no! There's an empty tavern. I guess I'll just run it. Ha <laughs> ha. And then it was discounted because of the murder. Yes. yes, absolutely. It was quite wonderful. Because it's obviously haunted. People believe in ghosts all the time. Right. Ghosts are real. We fought ghosts. We have fought ghosts. But I just, I, I told the ghost that I wasn't the person who stabbed them. And why be mad at me about it? And he was fine. Um, mm -hmm. So, can you help my friend? Because we really want to open up another tavern. And we have most of the money for a semi-decent CD Assassin's Tavern. But we've got no contracts. And he's probably going to get his soul eaten out. It's very problematic. So, what I'm hearing is that you're staying in the Underdark for a little? Uh... I don't think Fiona's going to like that. Oh, I didn't introduce Fiona. This is my very good friend and a hugely giant ogre buddy, Fiona. She's able to fit into the room because your dad is also very big. Yeah. She, uh, your mom just nods. I'm, I'm Harley, and by the way, um, I should introduce myself. Interesting. I like this plan. I think I can help you under the condition that you do stay because it has been so long. Do you know how expensive it is to have spies watch you all the time? Depends. Have there been spies watching us this entire time? Oh god, yes. I killed seven of them, but I, I'm pretty certain I missed at least four. Yes, and I keep having to buy more. You buy spies? Yes. Here's a suggestion. What if we stay? I don't I don't kill your spies. You don't have to have as many following me because you'll know precisely where the three of us are at any point. And you give us, say, 3,000 gold that would have gone to spies in for towards the tavern instead. You're adorable. Thank you. Why don't you just write home every once in a while, Tag? Seems like a lot of work. Thank you. That's all I I'm ask. just saying, if I had parents, I'd probably write to them. If my family actually liked me, I would too. If you had talked to the spies instead of just killing them, you would have gotten that notice. Your mother says hello. 
Right. Also, here's some leftovers. I, I did talk to them. I kept the leftovers. I was very appreciative. Is that where all those extra bits of bacon kept coming from? Yes. And, and occasionally a, a lasagna. There, there was once a couple of um, nice jacket potatoes with, with some filling. Um, the filling had gone slightly off, but as a whole, it was delightful because it really added a musky, mossy flavour to, to the potatoes. They were very, very nice. Um, also, the fourth uh, fourth spy, they happened to have just found some lovely turnips and some truffles. That's why there was turnips in the the Tag Junior stew. Yes, yes, that's correct. I hate turnips. I'm sorry. They, they, they are also responsible for the parsnips. I think they literally just raided a farmer's garden somewhere and... And they picked the two worst vegetables? I'm glad they're dead. Right terrible spy i was doing you a favor mother i'm sorry um let's go back to the tag junior oh not a child a donkey it was a bit of an ass and i didn't want to be a grandmother so i wanted to be sure oh god no never pushing something out of my hoo-ha good keep it that way it just offers risk honestly having you i had to fight off people all the time they tried to take you away and sh things and then i just became a better murderer for it but it's whatever who tried to take me what Oh, they're all dead. Don't worry. Oh, okay. Uh, just interesting gossip. If it was like someone that I could kill or, or Blue could kill. No, I killed them. Hey, 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 Mama Teg. Harley, please. Harley? Do you know who Anoki's father is? Who is Anoki? The male that usually was with you? I've never got close enough to hear your names and the spies kept dying. Yeah, Anoki was the Earth Genasi that was traveling with us. Oh, that one. Hmm. I have to look at my notes. It wasn't very important, but I'll see if he ever muttered anything about it. We need to help bring some things to rest for Onoki. Whether whether he muttered anything or not, she's got spies. She could maybe find out who Inoki's father was. We'd be so appreciative if you could. I really want to kill him. Why? It's what Inoki would have wanted. In fairness, Mother, I would actually hire you to kill Inoki's father. You want 3,000 gold from me, and then you want to hire me to kill somebody. And then pay you back the, the money. My payment, Mum, is a hug. Bullshit. I will hug you. I'll hug you too. Group? I'll hug that one, but not for 3,000 gold. No, I want the 3,000 gold. You can hug Blue, and then we'll, we'll all go kill Anoki's father. I really miss having hugs. What about our group hug? We can all just hug each other. Okay. Jewel, Jewel, if you pay me a thousand gold, I will hug you. I just gave a thousand gold to Teg for our tavern. Well, then Teg has to hug you. And Jewel gets a big smile and puts her arms out. Hell yeah, you know I'm gonna. <laughs> and I'll go for a big hug. And I'll, I'll squeeze her bum at the same time. And I'm gonna reach out and grab Blue and drag Blue into our hug. I'm ah. instantly going to stop squeezing Jewel's ass. I don't believe you. <laughs> Anyway, so, you said father was coming back? Yes. Also, you have to earn that 3,000 gold if you want it. It's not going to be given to you. I earn it by not killing your spies. No, because I don't have to hire spies anymore, you're here. But I don't have to be. What can we do to earn the 3,000 gold, madam? You can work for me until you earn the 3,000 gold. Work? It involves murder. You all like murder, no? Um, I, I prefer offering the backup and support to my friends than the actual murders. I have to murder things, so... She narrows her eyes a little bit at Jewel at that, and she's like, intriguing. It's complicated. I just want to kill things in an interesting way so I can sleep with the Dark Goddess. That is a very good reason. Yeah, I thought so. I slept with the Goddess once. Really? She doesn't go into any more detail. All right, here, here's, well, just, let's wait for dinner. And then you guys have small chit-chat for a little bit, and then eventually the door is, like, slammed open very loudly. And your father, who is a full orc, comes in, tracks just as much mud as you did on the floor, and behind him is another figure that is carrying um, bags Ophelio, dear, um, we have guests. Your, your ch our child is here with their friends. I run and launch myself at Dad, regardless that his hands are full, and I just expect him to catch me. 
he is able to swing all of the groceries onto one arm and pick you up with the other arm. Nice. Just like one armed hug type of thing because he's really strong, evidently. Amazing. Hey, Dad. And he's like, I'm carrying eggs. <laughs> he puts them down. Like, I don't have a different deep voice. I don't have a deep voice. His voice is very deep. Pretend his voice is deep. I'm carrying eggs. There you go. <laughs> nice. Good effort. And just keep doing that until your voice is dead. He goes, welcome, welcome. Um, why? Why? I mean, not that I don't like seeing you, but why? My bestie died, shit went wrong, we killed a dragon. Do you want some dragon scales? They're a bit sloppy now. Please tell me you got the brain of the dragon. Yep. But I'm literally dripping blood and viscera all over the floor right now. Ugh. Hold on. He opens up the door, yells at the same kid to get the leather worker. Kid runs off, comes eventually a leather worker comes back, takes the hide and the brain of the dragon from you, and uh, says he'll be back with it tanned in a couple of days. What does Aurelian look like? Uh, so Aurelian is, is a it's not overly strong build, quite slight build for a drow wearing just sort of dark colored cloth skin tone is is reasonably dark or darker than your mother's anyway and he is you can tell he's toned but he's not ripped and on his hip he has a short sword and there doesn't appear to be any other kind of armament upon him i lean over my dad's shoulder because i'm behaving like a, a like 10 year old right now i'm like i don't know you who are you how long have you worked for my family are you nice they trust you. A hand covers your mouth as you start to say the last one. This is Aurelian. He's been working for us for a couple of years. Yes, we trust him. He works for me as a mercenary. Sometimes he works with your mom. Sometimes he goes on errands. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. It's a pleasure to meet you, take my boy. It's, uh, I have the pleasure of working with your father and your mother for a few years now. Uh, it's, uh, it's been emotional, but, uh, well, and if you don't mind me saying that, that smell you're emanating, you smell like a dung heap. Right? Maybe have a, a wash before dinner. Uh, allow me to take them eggs to the kitchen, Ophelio. I'll, uh, get the, the food started. I don't like you. You're rude. I like him a lot. His voice sounds weird. I'm going to take some of the viscera that was on my hand that had dripped off of the, the, um, dragon leather and just launch it in the back of his head. Hey, oh my goodness. I'm going to try to mage hand and catch it. Okay, make a dexterity check. That would be... Oh, 14. Do I roll a contested one? Sure. Um, I got an 11 and my dex is plus 4, so I've got 15. Ah! Dang it. As your mage hand shoots out to go block it, a dish flies and it hits the dish instead. No! And you see your mother going says, you owe me a dish now. Don't throw things at the ones who work for me. I you should be more careful. Jules giggling and looking at Tag like... <laughs> I just hug my dad's neck. <laughs> That's what you get. I can just pretend they're, they're not there and that I'm, I don't know. I'm literally like koala bearing him with my arms like round his waist, my legs round his waist and my arms round his neck and yeah. It's the trauma. I'm gonna follow uh, Aurelian into the kitchen. Okay. Are you going to grab any of the groceries? No, that sounds like work. <laughs> <laughs> Aurelian, you are able to put all the groceries down without breaking anything and start cooking. We'll say you have skill. <laughs> I'm gonna sit on the counter and just watch. Are you okay there, my friend? You seem to have Follow me away from your friends. It's not a, not a safe activity to do down here in the Underdark, you know. Blue is just like totally, totally just like trying to mimic the the Sean Connery voice, failing at it, and just like under his under his breath, just like taking notes. <laughs> if you're going to mock me, boy, you can at least have a knife in your hand and cut some of these vegetables. We managed to get some turnips from the market. Ew! <laughs> now, boy. You need to eat your vegetables. Now, grab a knife and a board. That's a good boy. <laughs> Take the knife and hold it like a dagger because that is the only way that I have ever held a knife. I like your style. However, maybe I should teach you sometime. And we'll continue to prep and cook food. 
I don't know what's happening, and I'm confused. <laughs> well, we're in the kitchen. It's all down to you now. I'm hugging Dad. Eventually, he grabs you by, like, the edge of your shirt and, like, pulls you off and places you in a chair. He's like, I do need to breathe. Okay, Dad. It's nice to see you. It's been a while. Yes, you don't write. No. And you kill all the spies. I like to keep you on your toes. Hmm. So, how long are you here for? Well, it was going to be a passing visit, drop off my friend who needs to learn how to kill things decently, and then go make a tavern, but Mum's created some kind of bargain where somehow I think we're now having a tavern in the Underdark, I'm not entirely sure. My brain fuzzed. From the kitchen you hear Blue shout, We should get Aurelian to be the cook, he's real good! We could have something really good going on. We're not hiring Aurelian. He said I smell what- I've used Prestidigitation 17 times on myself before walking in this house. I do not smell. You stink. Fuck you. And you still couldn't get all the mud off your boots after 17 Prestidigitations? Oh, I didn't angle at the boots. Mm. Come on, massages, healing, good food, bards to play the music. We'll be drawing in the people. We'll be fighting them off. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant that that was you and me tonight. Oh, well, that too. But I meant the tavern. Oh, right, quiet, yes. Aurelian's a good good one, if you wanted him to work for you. And your mother speaks up and says, If you have him, I will give you a thousand up front, because that's one less person you need to buy. You do need to pay him, though. Assuming we meet. You cannot stiff him. What? I'm so good at stiffing people. He's been around with us for the last six years. Ugh. I vote yes. What about you, Blue? What? Blue's in another room. Say yes! Yes? Easy boy, I'm cooking here. That's four yes. We're not a democracy. It is when my money's involved. Oh yeah, valid point. Okay, mother. That's why I didn't want to ask for mother's help. Damn it, I knew there was a reason. Always comes with a catch. I love you, mom. Do you expect anything different? As long as it's not a knife in the ribs, no. We'll sign a contract and you'll understand the terms and everything and everything will be great. And as long as you pay and make your dues everything will be wonderful are you honestly making a pimp out of me no you're pimping me out mother giving me a contract and making me pay dues and tithes i am giving you a lease that you must pay back what you do with that money if you in you could be a pimp if you would like and you could have workers that work for you that's your, that's your terms but i am not no pimp I just might re occasionally call upon you to go murder someone. Oh, I'm okay with that. But you should give Blue first first options. Either or. Sounds like it's settled then. Blue and Jewel seem quite insistent upon this agreement. I guess that's fine. Aurelian, are you okay with being a chef for them? Yeah, <clears throat> a chef. Yes. Uh, yes, my lady. I will. I will be in their employ. This is not a problem. As long as I am to be paid. Of course. I made sure of that. And you know what I, I like to know, so... Of course. Aurelian, these turnips accidentally got completely destroyed and thrown in the garbage. I don't know how it happened, but we have to put something else in our supper. Oh, look through the bags there, young man, and we'll see if there's a substitute. Okay. Parsnips! Ah! <laughs> yes. I, I see your aversion to certain root vegetables. We'll, uh, maybe find some other ingredients. Yes? Potatoes. I'll be a good boy. Go to the larder. There must be something in there we can use. Uh, eventually you find potatoes or something. <laughs> a plethora of different types of potatoes. <laughs> and onions. And mushrooms, sure. There's a lot of a lot of mushrooms in the other bag. Lou's feeling like part of a family and enjoys that feeling. Jewel's actually feeling the same way too. Eventually dinner is made and you all sit down at the table. It's very loud between Teg and Ophelio, as he introduces himself, Teg's father, they're very, very, very vocal. And um, you're kind of used to it with Teg, but now that there's two, it's just like, holy crap, it echoes in here. <laughs> but it feels warm. The food's really good. Uh, you are all given ale if you would like, which most of you drink. So you all take some, I'm sure. And you eventually are settling down and um, after lunch and your mom goes, okay, here, here's what we'll do. You want 
three thousand gold mm -hmm. for this for this tavern. How much gold do you have currently towards the tavern? Jill, you gave me a thousand. Yep. And Blue, did you as well? Yep. I currently have three thousand already. Okay, six thousand gold is a good start. We can. Um, I can send my friend to look for places that are suitable as bars that are available currently. I try not to murder in the hometown. Understandable. I don't want to ruffle any feathers. Yes, quite. But there aren't many local pubs in the five or six block radius, so you might be able to find something and have a good place. We also are close-ish enough to the ground level that if you had advertisements, some adventurers might come down. Mm -hmm. And this is an entrance to lower even further, so it's a good place to stop and rest. I will also send, in exchange for you performing a task for me, mm. I will also send someone out to go find information about Anoki's father. Okay. You said, um, I believe, a mention of a monastery. Quite. Yes. I I'm pretty sure uh, where it was was mentioned at some point. I'll give my notes to the person and then they'll go find figure it out. I don't want to be bothered, but you will get your information and then you can go handle whatever you need to handle. Thank you. What is the task in exchange for that? My friend Frida lost her little girl to someone that I'm pretty sure they're still alive. It's been about 24-48 hours. Her name is Vexalora. She um she was wanting to become a maiden of the weave. Do you, you remember who that is? Yes, yes indeed. For you two, they're, they're the driders, basically. The ones who ride become pop spider people. Um, she's been acting strange lately and has been spending a significant amount of time outside of the city and acting a little cagey for over the past dozen, 10 days. And the mother followed her one time so she can bring you to the right spot. But I think you might want to go find her to ensure that Vexalora's interactions went as planned, um, and she was accepted into loath services and not taken advantage of in some other way. Perhaps killed, money stolen. So we have to go check on a spider girl? To make sure that she's safe in there. You have to check on a, a drow girl to see if she is a spider girl or not. Okay, I'm happy to do that. That's not a problem whatsoever. And if she is or is not, are we to do anything in particular? It depends on what is happening. If she has, if she chose to leave on her own, then find out why. If she left by force, then rescue her. If she was hurt or injured, then kill those who hurt her and injured her. I assume we're also killing any kidnappers. If she was kidnapped, yes. Excellent, excellent, no problem. The mother assumes so, but how many children run away from home? Mm. How many? So, a lot. A lot. Especially, um, especially when you're raising potential future assassins. They get very sneaky if you train them the right way. Indeed. Some just leave with a note. Did you leave a note tag? I slide over a tag. At least there was a note. You set up an expectation for writing notes and then you didn't write home. Oh, the hypocrisy. I thought that if I continued this stream of notes that I would be found all the easier. And I wanted to make that particularly difficult, thank you. Was I such a bad mother that you didn't want to be? No, you was amazing. I purely wanted to test how quickly you could find me. Then I was having a bit of fun. And then things went a bit sideways and I thought, well, fuck, I'm not having fun anymore. It's only been 40 years. Has it been that long? I think so. It's not, it's not terribly long. Aurelian, how long have you been working for me? Uh, well, I've been working for you and your, your husband uh, for about six Six years now. Uh, so. Oh, yes, the prior one died. Mm. Yes, there was a, a job opening and I applied. It was just what we do. Opportunistic. It was weird how he died, though. Yes. But I think it was you who did it, so I'm, I'm, I was impressed. Oh, no. It was such a shame that he, he fell on his sword. Ac accident happened. It happened all the time. Indeed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
I was very impressed with um, the timeliness of this and how he happened to know that there was an opening available before it was even announced. So I had to hire him. Well, it's been a pleasure, uh, my lady Holly. And obviously he knows better than trying anything with us because we'll gut him in a second. But that doesn't have to be said. Such things bear repeating on occasion just to make sure that people are kept on their toes. Of course. All right. So if you go get proof of this Vexalora to see if she became a drider or if she was kidnapped or murdered or whatever, I don't know. Then I would get you the Anoki's father's what I can find or what my spies can find. Absolutely fine, not a problem. Blue? Yes? Jewel, would you two like to come for a little jaunt with me and see if we can't hunt down uh, a missing wayward person and potentially kill everyone that's involved with her? Aurelian, go with them. Watch, my lady. Okay, sure. You can stay at the back, Aurelian. You haven't been here for 40 years, you'll get lost. Yes, but he said I smell, so he can stay at the back. Oh, Teg. You can stay at the back with me. I tell Teg that they smell all the time. I make blue smell bad with prestidigitation. Um, I'm ready for it, and I prestidigitate the smell, uh, the smell away. I put it on um, Aurelian instead. Do you see what we have to deal with all the time? I mean, my goodness. Right, Jewel? It's terrible. So, so terrible. If I didn't know you were joking, I was about to threaten your life, but you're joking, so I'm, I won't. That is my child. But. Absolutely am joking, and now the black cat is a pale shade of white. But I knew you were joking, so it's fine. I understand sarcasm. Oh, I'm so glad. We all understand sarcasm all of the time. It's fine. Do we now? It, it can be slightly awkward. Perhaps we should, once the tavern is up and running, live there instead of with my mother so that your lives aren't in constant danger. I would never. Yes, you would. Unless they slighted me. <laughs> but, yeah. You would, and you'd love it. I made it in fairness, I would too, but I'd be sad afterwards because, like, you'd murder a friend. They've been quite useful. Just know that if you murder mine, I murder yours. Murder your what? Sex knife. Good luck. <laughs> quite. Should we off? Yes. Yes, I don't want to have to have a competition and show you all that you'll lose. Have fun. Jewel's going to tank her ale at this point, now having been accustomed to it after all this time traveling with them, and just get up and start walking out. Let, let's go, please, now. Come on. Aurelian will also finish uh, his drink and stand from the table and begin to move towards the door. Blue has basically imprinted like a baby bird on Aurelian and uh, follows behind. Placing a Noki so quickly. Yes. <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> Need to replace a Noki. Roll an investigation check, somebody, and a perception check. One of each. Yes. One person can roll each or with advantage. Okay, so I roll with advantage? Oh, we both roll with advantage. Actually, I would probably say, Aurelian, go go assist my, my bard there, would you, please? Oh, of course. A little bit of local knowledge will uh, go a long way. Natural 20! 20. 24. Oh, nice. Uh, you go to speak to the mother, and she lets you into the room, and there's a small compartment hidden inside of the wall in her bedroom where there is a diary, and the diary has some woven fabric inside that has been worn by being touched repetitively, and some of the threads are worn. And this seems to be a... or somebody can make a religion check for that one. And then there are weapons also in the area that have un, that are unused with a training dummy that looks untouched in the bedroom. Dirty 20. You would know that this is the woven fabric that would be used to worship Lothmul. But she hasn't been training. She hasn't been training at all. No. In the diary, you read that, that she has been interacting with the Maidens of Weave. They've come to her daily in visions over the last dozen, ten days, teaching her how to purify and prepare herself to enter Lil's service. In an entry dated from the previous day, the Maidens told her the time has come for her to join Lil's service. Included is a drawing of the path she will take through the Underdark to reach the Maidens, noting the journey will take four hours. Well, we know where this one was headed to. Should we go make sure she actually arrived at her destination? I think that's wise. Should we leave Fiona here to take care of Anoki the Third? She was sleepy after dinner, so she took a nap. Aurelian, you know the local area is, as you so claim to, to be quite proficient in it. Would you like to lead the way? Oh, Tag, I must be dreaming. You're being nice to me. No, you're cannon fodder. 
Uh, either way. Yes, I know the way. I must. I had someone leave me once. So you follow the instructions to an abandoned mine shaft, and you follow it down to a mined cart that has tunnel, and the cart um, is on a rail, and you can use that to continue going forward, or you can choose to walk. Do we rail it? I don't sure why not. Everybody on board? Let's do it. Excellent. Uh, Tag, are you getting the brake? I'm always going up for going faster on a good railing, so yeah, I'll take the brake off. Excellent. All right, so you all get in and you release the brake and you begin to travel down the path. The metal track is very rickety. The cart is shaking slightly and you're moving a little bit faster than you're used to, but not too much faster than your normal speed would be if you were walking. After about like a minute or two of traveling, the walls begin to rumble and out of one of the walls right next to you burst out a bullet which is a stone creature with a large pointy nose with four legs and you see one of them burst out and then go back under the ground and then another one burst out of the wall and i need a survival aurelian and anybody who used to live in the underdark can make a survival check 19 14 did you used to live in the underdark at all like maybe as a very small child, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna roll. Okay, that's fair. You know that what they're doing right now is destabilizing the tunnel, and the tunnel will collapse if they continue. The bullets are we're going to go into initiative. Um, the bullets are going to be attacking, and you will be in the cart for now. And that's where we'll stop. This story is Maidens of the Weave by Emily Smith in the Uncaged Anthology Volume Two. The first part, though, was the final steps of the Guardian of the Forest by Awkward Bard and who's a non-binary creator did you say? He's a non-binary bisexual content creator. Thank you so much for listening. This module is from the Uncaged Volume 2, an adventure that can be found on DM's Guild or with the link down below. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can find us at Heroes, or you can check out any of our players and their links in the description. Also, please go check us out on our live stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash awfullyqueerheroes. If you enjoyed this episode, please give us a review on iTunes or Podchaser, and we'll see you next time.